Hi, this is Chris. And I'm Fezan. And this is Off the Script. Our podcast is here to give you a glimpse into the world of pharmacy from our point of view, and it really shouldn't be considered as medical advice. Both Chris and I are pharmacy students that are really passionate about pharmacy, and we'd love for all of you to learn about this mysterious world behind the counter. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Off The Script. Today we're going to be talking about a really personal topic, something that actually does matter to me myself, and that's travel medicine. I'm actually going to be going on my honeymoon this summer. Congratulations! So, uh, we... Thanks. We realized that, you know, one of the things that people are going to be doing this summer, just like I am, is traveling to other countries. And that got to me thinking... What what do I actually need to know? Do, do I have all my vaccinations up to date? Are there medications I need to take with me? You know, as a pharmacist or a pharmacy student or a soon-to-be pharmacist that I am, would start thinking immediately about drugs, drugs, drugs. What should I take with me? What do I need to have done? Do I even need to go to something called a travel clinic? Which some of our listeners might not even know that travel clinics do exist and are especially there for consults. On that note, another reason that we really want to make this episode was we feel like there's a lack of awareness regarding vaccinations specifically to take before travel, and a lot of people actually need to take vaccinations before they travel to make sure they don't get sick. So we're gonna be talking about travel medicine, and it's not just about buying sunscreen at the pharmacy before you leave. There's a lot of things that you might be surprised that you need to get before you leave on your vacation. And hopefully after this episode, I'll know exactly what I need to do as well before I leave. Phase on the case study. So what exactly is travel medicine? Travel medicine is a specialized form of medicine that purely deals with traveling. So in order to access travel medicine, usually there's actually specialized clinics that have a full range of healthcare professionals, whether that be doctors, nurse practitioners, and pharmacists as well, that will be able to prescribe medications for you before you travel and then make sure you have a safe trip. So it's not just about medications and what you should take with you while you're traveling but it also comes down to avoiding infections diseases because like we talked about in our vaccine hesitancy podcast not being vaccinated and being a carrier for infections can lead to transmitting it to other people an example actually would be say you're not up to date on your measles vaccine and you go to a country where the measles vaccine is not that well uh, circulated You can end up getting measles, contracting measles, bringing it back to Canada, and then unfortunately spreading it around. And a lot of the measles cases that have popped up in Canada have happened due to travel-related causes. Mm -hmm. They're not just coming out of nowhere. It's because there's these areas that are less fortunate and have less vaccine coverage, and then they're bringing these measles back because they didn't realize that they didn't have their vaccinations updated, and then this all could have been prevented if they had visited a travel clinic. Other than the whole scariness around getting sick, which I'm sure a lot of people don't want to while they're traveling, why would you want to be sick while you're traveling? Why would you want to be sick at all? Yeah, and especially if you've just gone on vacation, like I will be soon, I don't want to come back and then the next memory I have is me lying in bed sick and I can't even enjoy the memories that I've had. You know, it boils down to the costs because some of the vaccinations, some of the medications don't end up getting fully covered or aren't covered at all by government plans or private plans. 
But what you should really think about is that the investment that you can make now into getting a travel medicine consult or getting the right medications for yourself could actually end up saving you a lot of money. Because if you come back sick from whatever you catch in another country, you're missing work, you're missing school. That's potentially thousands of dollars that you could have been making if you came back healthy and you had uh, decided to invest a little bit of money into getting that consult done, into getting those medications for your trip. So we're going to dive into some examples of different medications to consider before you travel, but these are all examples. If you have any specific questions about where you're traveling or for your specific case, it's very important that you go see a professional that is trained in travel medicine or you go to one of these travel medicine clinics to get a full assessment done to see what you exactly need. And the first one that everyone always recommends is getting your routine vaccinations up to date. Even if you aren't traveling, it's a good idea to go to the doctor's office every year and just ask, are my vaccinations up to date? You might think that you're up to date, but one of the examples is um, the MMR vaccine or the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. It's actually within the guidelines that if you don't have two recorded instances of you getting your shots, then they'll give you another booster shot anyways. So you might have gotten them, you might not have gotten them, but if they didn't recognize it properly, then they might not recognize you as being fully immunized. So that would be an example of a routine vaccination that you should have up to date, but there might be a little bit of discrepancy there that you really should get checked out. I think something that everyone has known about and doesn't like to experience whatsoever is traveler's diarrhea. And there's a couple of different ways that you can actually prevent this and also some ways that you can treat this before you go on to your vacation. So traveler's diarrhea can be caused by many different sources. It can be viral, it can be bacterial, it can be amoebic, it can be protozoic. And Dugarol covers two types of bacteria, one that causes cholera and the other one more commonly known as E. coli. Um, and more specifically, it helps to protect against a toxin that's produced by that type of E. coli. Unfortunately, this is all that we've got when it comes to preventing traveler's diarrhea. But again, depending on what region you go to and when you get this consult done, or maybe you want to look at one of the resources that we'll talk about, it may or may not be effective depending on what bacteria is the primary cause of traveler's diarrhea in that region. And even though it's partially effective, having some protection is better than nothing, because, again, this traveler's diarrhea is no joke. It is not fun. Trust me. And trust Chris, because I think we're both looking at each other here, and we can really relate. If you happen to have traveler's diarrhea, though, you're in luck because you actually can treat the diarrhea if you are prepared ahead of time. So if you actually get antibiotic prescriptions from your doctor and you know that you are expecting to get traveler's diarrhea just in case, then you'll be able to treat it when you have it and then you'll be in the clear. Now, when it comes to antibiotic treatment as well, just remember that whenever you pick up these antibiotics, make sure or you go to the travel clinic, ask them what signs and symptoms you should be looking out for. Typically, there's, a, there's warning signs. For example, if there's blood in your stool, um, if you get a fever, make sure that you consult with a, with a healthcare professional about what the warning signs exactly are, what you should be looking out for, so that you properly treat it, or if you need to get further medical attention, you're able to get it right away. And definitely for everyone who is experiencing diarrhea, whether it be travelers or not, one of the staple regimens that you should consider for yourself is 
oral rehydration salts. They just help to replenish any electrolyte salts basically in your body that you might be losing through the diarrhea. It's really, really important. It can lead to cardiac issues if you don't have proper balance and fluids are always good for you when you're losing fluids through your other end. In Ontario, a large role that pharmacists can play is to inject anyone over the age of five with travel vaccines. So these include vaccinations that cover hepatitis A, hepatitis B, Japanese encephalitis, and typhoid fever. So if you get a prescription from your doctor and you're like in a rush to get your vaccinations done, you can always get them done at the pharmacy as well. Now, one thing to note with vaccinations, especially, is this is not something that you should be leaving to last minute. It's not something that you should be doing one week before or two days before. A lot of these vaccinations have a certain schedule they have to run by, meaning there's multiple stages in which you have to get a vaccine done. Some of them you need to do at like at this very moment. Then in one week, it has to be repeated two weeks, six weeks, or like one, two, three months, whatever the schedule might be, depending on the vaccine it's important that you start beforehand. So you should not be doing this as like, you know, I need to find myself trip. I'm going to, you know, South America tomorrow and I'm deciding to get all my vaccines today. You're not going to be adequately protected. You need to go through these schedules. Make sure you plan your trips in advance. Make sure you get to your travel clinic or talk to your pharmacist or doctor in advance. Let them know where you're going. It's not spontaneous and it's not fun, but neither is travel diarrhea or any of these diseases really. One of the very, very important things to note, and there have been cases like this, is that if you ever get bit by an animal while you're traveling, please go to the hospital immediately. Or if you're already back in Canada, please go to Emerge immediately. You, they will not make you wait as soon as you tell them that you've been bitten by an animal outside of the country, they will like rush you right in as soon as possible because what can happen is that you can contract rabies. Now, rabies is something that people talk about all the time. Like as a joke. As a joke, yeah. Like a rabid dog or a rabid raccoon, you know, foaming at the mouth, all that stuff. But in reality, rabies is like a silent killer. It works into your, into your body. And by the time that you're symptomatic, by the time that you sh- start showing symptoms of it, it's pretty much like close to 100% fatality rate. And it's one of the only diseases that is like that. So it's something that should be taken very, very seriously. If you ever get bit by an animal, please, please, please go to a hospital immediately to get it checked out. It might just save your life. On that point, I actually recently just got back from a conference and there was a travel medicine pharmacist that was talking about a a friend of a friend that went on a cruise and it was called the Drunk Monkey Cruise. And basically it was a cruise where people got drunk and there were monkeys on the boat and they were just like climbing and partying with the monkeys. And the monkey ended up biting that person's arm. As soon as she got back to Canada, she went to a hospital expedited to the front of the line and she got treated immediately and it's it's important it has to be done it's not fun but you know they take it seriously and sometimes what ends up happening is that the right treatment they actually have to wait to get shipped in it's not available at every single hospital so as soon as you seek healthcare, the better because you don't really 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 don't want to wait this out if we haven't scared you yet from leaving to your travel destination we also recommend one final thing which is just to bring a kit of medications that contains everything that you might need in a quick emergency. So that might include things like gravel to help with nausea, loperamide to help with any cases of diarrhea, those oral rehydration salts that Faison was talking about earlier, again, for diarrhea, and maybe even just pain medications just to help you in case you have a random ache or some soreness. 
If you have all these things ahead of time and you can pick them up at any local pharmacy, it just makes your travel more pleasurable, which is what you want. And feel free to consult the pharmacist while you're at the pharmacy and get some more ideas. Because again, our list is just what we've we've thought about off the top of our heads. But there might be other things that, depending on the location of where you go to, you might want to end up packing as well. I remember just as like a side note, um, when we went to Southeast Asia, my parents were so worried about the hospitals there that they ended up packing syringes because they wanted to make sure that if, if I ended up in the hospital, I was like a kid, I was like a baby at this point, that if I ever ended up in the hospital, they wanted to make sure that I had clean syringes. My families are never that prepared. I, you're so, well, your dad's a pharmacist, that's why. Yeah. I never had this. Other than medications to help with prevention, there's some other ways as well to protect yourself. If you're going to a mosquito uh, or just like bug general place, um, now available in Canada is permethrin clothing. So this is to help with um, like lice and scabies and like gross stuff getting onto your skin and planting its eggs. Um, no one wants that. Ticks. Ticks. Oh, gross. One of the one of the most popular phrases when thinking about traveling, especially when you're going to a resort destination like in Mexico, is you want to make sure that you can boil it, cook it, peel it, or forget it. And typically it's the forget it part that people forget because they just want to eat the good food, right? Definitely if you see like fruit just sitting there out in the resort, don't eat it, please. Um, if you see vegetables just sitting there, don't eat it, please you should make sure that you're in control of what you're eating because that stuff can, I mean, you're in for a wild ride of traveler's diarrhea if you decide to, if you decide to take a risk there. Um, one of the common ways that hep A gets, or hepatitis A, sorry, gets transmitted is through ice cubes. So make sure that you're bringing your own water, you're getting bottled water. Make your own ice cubes, please. Don't get local ice cubes to be made because a lot of stuff gets transmitted through water. Now we're saying these things as a precaution, just because you eat a random vegetable doesn't 100% mean you're just going to start spewing out the other end, but it's important to realize that there's a risk for it to happen. So just be careful, make sure you peel it, boil it, cook it, or forget it. And, and listen, we can give you as much advice as we want, but we know that there are some people that just love to go back home to their home countries and just eat the street food because that's what they've been missing for years. But trust me, I know people pay the price. So let's talk about what exactly pharmacists can do or what you can do when you visit your local pharmacy, apart from what we've already said. Some pharmacists already have their travel medicine certification, but if you don't, you can go to ISTM, which is the International Society of Travel Medicine. You study a little bit more like you already haven't for the last seven, eight years of your life, and you can get a certification done once you write an exam because those never end. And once you're accredited with the travel medicine certification, you'll know exactly what you're talking about once your patients are going to be traveling. And apart from what we've already talked about in terms of travel vaccinations and getting your extra medications picked up before you travel, there's some other things that pharmacists can do, like changing your medication regimen if you're on something specialized like insulin. You might need to have your exact injections shifted around during that flight. Or um, we might even refer a patient to a travel clinic if we realize, oh, you're leaving on vacation soon because you're picking up your medication early. We recommend you go to this place because you probably need X, Y vaccine. 
I've had the experience of two different types of patients. The ones that are really good about traveling, they'll let the pharmacy. I've I've had I've had seniors bless their hearts come in and tell me that they're going to Florida six months in advance, and and that's great. That's absolutely wonderful because we can work with them. But we've also had some patients come to the pharmacy where they tell us that they're going to be leaving next week to another country, and unfortunately, I mean, there's only so much that you can do within a week. Even medications like the one for traveler's diarrhea, you need to actually start taking two weeks before you leave. So make sure you involve the pharmacy, make sure you involve the doctor within your care. You're obviously, you're, you're most likely going to be picking up a vacation supply while you're away. You're going to make sure that you have your medications while you're away. So, you know, just have a talk with your pharmacist, let them know. You're going to uh, Czechoslovakia next year, fall. Tell us, we'd love to know. That way we can, you know, point you towards the right resources and make sure you have the right medication. Yeah, most people, most people plan their itineraries months in advance, but one thing that you should add to your checklist is to just visit your local pharmacy, ask the pharmacist if there's anything that you might need to know before you leave, and you'd be surprised with what they tell you. There are plenty of great resources that you might want to consider if you want to get more information about what we're talking about. One of the ones that I love to direct patients to is Travel Canada's website. It gives you all sorts of indications and warnings about the country that you're going to, if there's political turmoil involved. Particularly most interesting, it'll tell you what vaccinations you should be up to date or if there's any sort of outbreak that is going on in the country. For example, if you might be traveling to somewhere like Indonesia and they're having a measles outbreak at that time, you really might want to get your MMR checked out and see if you're up to date. Some countries actually have strict restrictions on getting a, having a yellow fever vaccination done. And those vaccinations, I believe, have a supply issue for the last while now. So if you're hopping from country to country during your trip and one of those countries happens to have a yellow fever issue the next country actually might not let you in if you haven't had your vaccine done. There's also an important thing about vaccinations being backordered. And we made a little episode about this, but vaccinations are particularly prone to becoming backordered. And there's a lot of travel vaccinations that have become backordered in the recent past. So that's another reason to make sure you involve your pharmacist in your care and make sure that you are proactive with your medications. You definitely don't want to be stuck at an airport or have to get the middle of your trip that you decided to take your 10 month long retreat gets cut in half because you didn't have your vaccinations up to date. Another great resource to consult would be CDC's website. That's the Center for Disease and Control. It's an American uh, organization, but it's great because it, it has a lot more detail regarding, you know, like a global map, what's exactly going on. And most importantly, places like travel clinics have even more resources that they can consult they have resources that can allow you to go to the specific town and region within that country and see exactly what is going on, what the risks are. So you can really like imagine zooming down all the way on something like Google Earth or Google Maps. They can exactly point out this area is is more likely for you to contract whatever disease. So that's super cool. Yeah, it's amazing the, the tools that are available for places like travel clinics. So definitely um, one of the things that one of the resources that you can consult is I would definitely recommend a travel clinic. Lastly, but definitely not least, please always at your annual physical, make sure you check your vaccination history at the doctor's office because it's the very first thing that's listed on the Travel Canada website. Any place you go to, make sure your routine vaccinations are up to date, especially with these recent scares of measles outbreaks and just different diseases all over the place. It's important that we 
make sure that these preventable diseases don't get spread to you. I guess coming to the end of this podcast, there's a lot of things that I need to consider when I'm going to be traveling on my honeymoon. This really has definitely helped me out in thinking about what I need to be taking. I'm definitely going to have that travel medicine uh, kit with me because no matter where you go, I don't know, my stomach's super sensitive to different foods. <laughs> if it's not home cooked, my, my, my intestine's like, no. <laughs> Maybe that's a little bit too much information about Faison's travel bowel movements than we needed to know. But if you're going to be traveling soon, it's important that you have the same thought process as Faison. And make sure you go visit your pharmacist for more information about travel medicine. Thanks, guys. Off the Script is a show filled with opinion, backed up by research and facts. What we discussed today shouldn't be taken as medical advice or treatment. So please consult your local pharmacist or doctor to help you out with whatever is going on in your life right now. Whether that's a new fever, some relationship issues, a skin infection, go see them instead. Uh, we don't want to see it, and we definitely aren't going to give you advice about it. Also, we'd like to thank Chill Hop Music for letting us use their tunes in our podcast. If you are interested in listening to more of their music, you can go to chillhop.com listen for more.